Welcome to the Delve Into Money podcast. I am your host, Curtis Haney. This is the personal finance podcast where we attempt to demystify money by reviewing books and applying what we learn to our own financial journeys. Welcome to Delve Into Money, episode number 32. We're going to slightly diverge from the track that we were on. I will release the episode regarding redeeming your time next week. But today I'm going to release a little bit of a shorter episode. Had some issues on timing of recording, so I wanted to still get something out and I wanted to still talk to you because I appreciate the time that you give me each week. But I wanted to spend a little bit more time on the last episode of redeeming your time. I ended up taking a little bit different direction, which put me behind, and then I ran out of time to kind of record a more full episode uh, because I have it about 90% of the way mapped, but I didn't want to start recording at that point. So for today, I'm going to talk about the books that I'm currently reading and some tips on how to read more books. So I went back and looked over the past 10 years at all of the books that I read, and I have read 576 books. That means I've averaged 57 books a year for over a 10-year period. Before that, I always told people that I was a reader and that I enjoyed reading, but the reality was I didn't spend a significant time reading, and I realized that I couldn't call myself a reader if I was going to not be reading many books. So in 2009, I'd read less than 10 books and I came to the realization that I needed to reach for a bigger reading number than that if I was going to call myself a reader. So I took incremental steps to read more books. Jim Rome, uh, who's an author, said, reading is essential for those who seek to rise above the ordinary. And This was a time in my life when I was trying to get better in a lot of different areas, personally and professionally. And so I knew that if I wanted to get better, I either needed to find people to help me do that, or I needed to read from the experts in those fields. And so I made it my goal to continuously read more books. It didn't happen overnight. It started as a slow burn. The the year after that, I think I read about 14 15, 16, took a slight step up the next year. And then I read 26 the year after, and then 30s, and then 40s, and then 50s, and slowly worked my way up to the number that I'm at today. So people get discouraged when they hear the amount of reading I do. But what they don't realize is it took me over 10 years to get to this point. So I would encourage you that if you are a person that struggles with reading and wants to read more, there are two things that you can do. Is we want to set a specific time and set a specific place that you are going to read consistently. When it comes to being a reader, consistency is a huge thing. You need to read every single day. You could start with just five minutes a day or one page or two pages, but over time, you'll find that you pick up and you start reading slightly more and more. There will still be days 
even as as recent as last week or this week that I only read for a handful of minutes before I went to bed. But there are other days that that stretches into 30, 40 minutes or an hour. In one of my early episodes, I went really deep into some tactics to read more. And so I will provide a link to that as well as a Twitter thread that I did on this same topic. So if you're really interested in diving deep on how to read more books, I will provide you those two resources. So we're going to focus on what reading I have been doing right now. And this will maybe give you a little bit of insight into what we've potentially got coming up on the podcast. So there are a handful of books that I've just recently finished. The first one of those is Your Best Year Ever by Michael Hyatt. This is a book that I've read three times now, and each time has been around the start of the year. I find that it's a quick and easy read, uh, but is a great reminder when it comes to setting my goals. It gives you some really good frameworks that you can then apply in a lot of different ways. The other one that I recently read was a book called Tools of Titans by Tim Ferriss. And so I've been listening to Tim Ferriss's podcast off and on for a significant time. But in the last year, I've gotten into it uh, again and been listening more regularly. And this book, Tools of Titans, takes the best interviews that he's given and he gives his summation or notes on those interviews. And so I've really enjoyed that because it helps you extract those learnings, extract the things that are of a lot of value. And I really like the way that he approaches his interviewing. And so I'm not doing any interviews right now on the podcast, but in the future, I think I probably will end up doing some interviews. So I like to listen to him as well because it helps me up my interview skills or my future interview skills when that becomes something that I'm doing on a regular basis. Another book that I recently read was called How to Take Smart Notes. And it's a book about a note-taking technique that is used by the app Rome Research. I was hearing a lot about it, so I was very curious. I wasn't a huge fan of the book overall, but I think the note-taking technique is super interesting, great for people that are doing research and really want to make connections and write based off of those connections. For me at the moment, it didn't seem like it was 100% useful, so I've decided to not uh, implement that into my systems at the moment, but I have been implementing some summary uh, type notes and uh, some quotation databases and things like that because I want to have my information more readily available and I want to have those summaries that help me summarize what I've learned. And so I've done that time to time, but I've decided I'm going to get more dogmatic about doing just that. Some books that I am reading right now uh, include the book Stumbling on Happiness by Dan Gilbert. This book digs into the science of happiness and tries to make it extremely accessible. I've started this book and I kind of got distracted by some other books, so I've I've need to restart that so I can get it finished and I can 
get um, some good, well-formed thoughts. I think that's one of the negative things about reading multiple books at a time. If, if other ones pull you away, then you end up leaving a book behind that I was otherwise enjoying, but maybe it's just not my cup of tea at the moment. We'll see. But I do plan on continuing to work uh, through that book. I have finished uh, really, I think, like the first two chapters. I'm into part two. And one of the first points or in chapter one, it gives a little bit of a background. And it talks about how our frontal lobe uh, gives us the ability to plan. And it talks about some scientific experiments that were done in the past. But my biggest takeaway from that is we want to control our futures because it's pleasurable to do so. And the reason that when we watch a game after it's happened, we don't get the same excitement is because we have lost the lack of control. We have lost control. We do not have control of the outcome. While we don't have control as we're watching, it still feels that way. I thought it was a super interesting insight because that directly links to happiness because it links to enjoyment and the the feeling of control is what helps provide us happiness. So that is one point from that book. Like I said, I'm just a chapter in and I kind of got distracted by other books which you'll probably hear on the list. The next book that I'm reading right now is called The Call by Oz Guinness, and it's a devotional book that talks about calling uh, from a spiritual standpoint. And I have read this book multiple times. I really enjoy this book. I like to refresh on it. And so that is something that I have been working my way through slowly but surely. Another book I'm reading is one that I heard. I've already mentioned Tim Ferriss, but I heard of this book from Tim Ferriss on his podcast is called 4,000 Weeks. And 4,000 Weeks is about time management, more from a broad spectrum and how our minds do not work like we set our productivity systems up. And so I'll actually hit on this a little bit in next week's episode but I find it to be super interesting to this point. So I'm excited to see what's coming next with that one. Once I finish these books, I have a plan for a few rereads as well as one new read. The new read is called Hero on a Mission by Donald Miller. I've enjoyed a number of his books in the past, so I'm really wanting to dig into this one to see uh, what his perspective is. He has some really interesting templates that he uses to help you plan and help you kind of organize your life and, and think about your future. And so I'm super interested to check those out. But then the next ones I have on the list are going to be ones that are rereads. And part of the reason I'm rereading these is because they're good refreshers at the beginning of the year. We're obviously here into February already, but for me, this is still a great time. The first half of the year especially is a great time to really refresh on the things that you already know. And so I want to take these books and really refine my notes on them because I've gained a ton of value from them. The three books are Essentialism by Greg McCune, Atomic Habits by James Clear, and The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Comer. That last one in particular, B 
because I've started this podcast, it's made my life a lot more busy. And so I'm trying to recapture the feelings that I had when I first read John Mark Comer's book. And so I'm super excited to see what it looks like from this side, the perspective that I have now, and how I can implement this in my life to better eliminate hurry and busyness from my life. So that's it for today's episode. I want to thank you so much for listening to this. If you're reading something that's interesting right now, I would love to hear it. I'm not doing this just because um, I want to tell you what I'm reading, but I want this to be an interactive thing where we work on stuff together. And I think if you guys can help me with podcast episodes, what direction to go next. So if you have an idea for a book that I should go next, I would love to hear what that is. So until next week, remember healthy financial decisions are intentional financial decisions. Intentional decisions this week lead to a healthy financial future. Start today and we'll see you next week.